Hello and welcome to another edition of Bills from Afar podcast. You're with me, Tim Rudge, and my co-host, Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one today, isn't it? This is the first pod we've done since the um, uh, the massacre in, in Buffalo last Saturday. So yeah. um, I think uh, it's it's hard to find the words, really, to, to say how I'm feeling. And, and uh, of course, you and I, we're not from that community. We're not from Buffalo. We're not even Americans, but I think we both feel quite a strong connection to the place i've certainly got several friends in the area and um yeah it's hit i think both of us um perhaps harder than we might have expected um yeah. fair to say uh, how are you doing yeah no likewise as you say you know uh, I'm, I'm a pretty new fan obviously i've been following and supporting the bills for five or six years and i've not yet been to buffalo hopefully it's something that will happen uh in a foreseeable future uh, i know it will happen i just don't know when but uh, yeah, so I've, I've been embedded with this fan base for, as I said, five or six years. You know, one of the big appeals for me was the fan base and, you know, the sense of community and belonging in Western New York. So it's weird because there's, as, as I talk through that, you know, I've not been to Buffalo. I've not been to the community that, um, you know, had this incident occur. But I still felt like when I saw the news and I saw what happened, you know, regardless of where it happens, it's going to affect you. Like, you know, this is a pretty regular occurrence, unfortunately, in America. Um, But when it does happen to someone, a place that you feel a sense of belonging and a sense of, you know, uh, connection to, to, it does affect you differently. You know, it took me, I still not processed it. I don't think you'll ever process, you know, something like this happening. But, you know, it it really did affect me over the weekend. You know, it's really hard to put into words how, you know, how, how much of a tragedy this is and, like you say unfortunately is an occurrence that happens far too frequently um it it unfortunately reminded me of of two incidents um that i had some connection with um first one um i don't know if you know this tim but i used to work quite a lot in boston and um i used to stay in a hotel that was right next to the finish line of the uh the boston marathon yeah and i remember that uh that bomb going off i was in the cinema at the time so i got a lot of texts had a lot of friends and still do have a lot of friends in boston and um you know it made me feel physically sick um just knowing how well how i could have been there you know given it a week or two the other other direction um uh how my friends could have been there how some of them were there watching the marathon and just just frankly were lucky that they they weren't injured or hurt and then you know um i guess more recently um, so most people would know I'm from the city of Manchester here in the UK and um, the Ariana Grande bombing, um, the, the concert uh, really hit me very hard. Um, it feels more personal when it's a city you have some connection or, or sense of uh, belonging to. Um, and uh, yeah, so interesting listening to other people's content this week and seeing how, how people reacted. Obviously, we're a, we're a sports podcast you know, we we can't speak to the sort of complex social issues that, that create something like this, but um, what we can say is it certainly affected us and, and affected other people that we know uh, on this side of the Atlantic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think there's too much more that we can say about it, really, no. but just such a tragedy. And um, it's been uh, uplifting, you know, the sense of, you know, uh, coming together uh, around the top store and, you know, the, the, the Bills players being there, you know, the, the, the whole like, coaching staff, just everyone uh, mm. associated to the Bills, Sabres and the Bandits as well, just like, you know, showing their condolences and obviously ownership and, you know, um, and, and, you know, there's been a massive amount of support that yeah. 
it's going into it. So um, it's been nice to see that. And that is the inspiring, uplifting part of it, isn't it? You see a community yeah. come together. And of course, you know, we all know just what a strong community Buffalo is and what a strong connection sports team, especially the Bills, have to that community. Yeah. You know, seeing, you know, the likes of uh, Bruce Smith and, and, and the Pagulas and the coaching staff and, and, and all the players there, it, it, it struck, struck home um, just what connection this is. I think all the players were there, which is incredible. Yeah. Really. Um, and that is considering it's off season, you have players like Stefan Diggs flying in uh, for wherever he was at the time, you know, just to volunteer and feel like, you know, he's having, you know, some positive impact to the community so yeah. it, it was great you know that those players went to those extra lengths you know um you know to really show what it meant to them and you know just to give something you know yeah. something in that situation so fair play to everyone i mean today we're going to do some some regular content uh, we'll talk about what yeah. that's going to be in a second but if people are looking for interesting things to listen to that give them a, a kind of a perspective on this um you know beyond what certainly what we could uh, say or offer uh two things that i'd point people in the direction of i think um tim graham released a, a pod this week um on tim graham and friends with mookie hawkins mookie's from the uh, buffalo uh, that part of buffalo you know, he's from that community and uh, i think that's sort of a, an hour 90 minute interview talking about these uh, the issues and uh, that community specifically um that's certainly something i'd recommend and the second thing is the uh, so the last 15 minutes of, of this week's bruce exclusive podcast um bruce nolan offers um his take on on some of these again sort of complex social issues um and um i thought what he said was quite profound and, and quite engaging and um yeah certainly worth a listen to you know the first part of his part is just the normal stuff that bruce would cover and that last part that last 15 minutes or so is um yeah a very different perspective very eloquently put across and um yeah if you're, if you're looking for content that will speak to this topic a bit more um i point you in that direction yeah so Definitely. let's move on to things that we can talk about a bit more comfortably, uh, which is the schedule release. Yeah, this is our escapism, isn't it, Buffalo Bills? So uh, it's nice to be able to talk some uh, football. And uh, the schedule release has been out now for just over a week, hasn't it? Uh, and yeah, we just want to spend some time going through the schedule, uh, just to get our thoughts really and go through game by game at the end and see... You know, ultimately, what we project as the uh, you know seventeen game uh, projection. So, what was your yeah. sort of overriding emotion when you saw this schedule um, to start off with? What do you what do you gut say when you when you saw the uh, the way it played out? Yeah, so there's a couple of things I look out for. So um, we know the opponents uh, as soon as the season finishes, effectively the regular season finishes. We know the opponents. We know where we'll go whether we'll be playing them away from or home. But you don't know, you know, the schedule release, um, the build-up, the excitement is around the prime time games and just seeing where the bye week is even and, you know, what that effect, what that um, has, you know, effect that has on the season. And so I look at, um, you know, at prime time games, especially from a UK perspective, like what time games are, you know, uh, the daylight saving as well, when that game happens, um, which obvious, game is that? Which which game is the daylight saving? So game? it doesn't help us because oh. it's the uh, Green Bay uh, Week Eight prime oh, time game Sunday night. Game anyway, so yeah. it's eight twenty, uh, obviously uh, Eastern time. But it, for us, it's twenty past midnight, so it okay. has no impact, like positive impact. We always look for the <laughs> six o'clock game for us, one o'clock Eastern. Um, but then it's five o'clock for us, effectively. Uh, but we haven't got that really this. week this year so that's a shame but yeah so it's looking out about 
just kind of where our bye weeks are, where 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 the prime time games are, um, just how it will affect us being in the UK. Uh, for, for fans, like there's a lot of fans. I know you looking to go to to Buffalo and the US to see some games. Yeah. See when they, you know, we, I think we all look at games that we we want to go to just to see when they're going to happen. So if it, if we can actually make it and you know start to make travel arrangements, so they're the main things I look at when I look at a schedule. What about yeah. you? Is there anything different to that? Um, I, I try to sort of get a sense of how hard is it, and it's different yeah. when you see it laid out week by week than when you just look at a set of opponents. And my overriding emotion was the start of it looks really hard. <laughs> the yeah. first six, seven weeks or whatever is is pretty yeah. tough, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, this is the most important thing for me normally is to look at when certain games fall. Um, a lot of us had intended to go to the Chicago game um, if it was going to be a date that works for us. It comes out on Christmas Eve, a date that we search for very few people. I think Christmas Eve yeah. is really not a day that you, uh, I can feasibly be in Chicago, um, nor anyone much on the side of the Atlantic. So that's, that was kind of super disappointing. It's a city that I, I like a lot, and I wanted to be able to, to go and enjoy, even if you know, the Bears are not much of an opponent these days. Uh, so that was the first thing that I looked at. And then it was really about, okay, when might I feasibly be able to go? I have got tickets to go and see Detroit um, on Thanksgiving again. Um, a few of us from the side of the Atlantic going to that game. Um, I'm also now looking at what other games I might be able to make, possibly the Ravens, possibly the Browns, but still trying to work that through. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just about feasibility when, when I, could, I could get a trip in, uh, maybe combine it with a bit of work and uh, yeah, go and see some some live games. So that's that's the, the main things I'm looking at, really. I mean, the other thing you, you mentioned, obviously, the primetime games, we've got a lot of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of late nights again as a reflection of our the success the Bills are having and what a good team and, and the fact that people want to watch them. I mean, the fact we've got the season opener against the Rams is an enormous game. Um, I'm actually really excited about it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be absolute box office. Um, and I think it's possibly the Super Bowl that people wanted last year. Um, certainly we did. So yeah, I'm really interested in that. And actually the fact it's the Thursday, it's the first game of the NFL season. The fact it's still, you know, some stupid clock time for us, that it bothers me way less on, on week one. It's the first game. Everybody's going to be watching that game. You know, normally the first game is the season that, you know, diabolical you know they know that any that they'll get watched so that they pick any old uh, trashy fixture um but um yeah that's that's pretty exciting i think so yeah it's yeah a, it, it's certainly not a dull um collection of of of, of games yeah, outside of that Rams game, because everyone's going to say that that's a game they're looking forward to most. Not only is it, as you said, the Bills' start, uh, season opener, it's the NFL season opener. So we don't mind the primetime game when it is the first uh, game of the season for the Bills. But uh, outside of that, is there another game that you pencil in as a game you're really looking forward to? Uh, yeah, certainly uh, I'm very interested in seeing us play the Chiefs again. Um, we you know we yeah. beat them in the regular season last year. We go to KC again on um, 16th of, of October. That's week week six. And then the other one that I kind of have penciled in my mind is the Packers game in week eight. You yeah. know, I've got a few friends who are Packers fans. Um, I might be going with them to go and see the Packers here in London. Um, Aaron Rodgers is obviously a bit of a crazy guy, but I've always had a bit of a soft spot for the Packers simply because it's a small town team like the Bills. It's a sort of far north team with, you know, crazy weather. So I feel some sort of degree of bonhomie uh, with, uh, with the Packers. Um, uh, I've worked a little bit in Wisconsin and, and met many Packers fans and they're quite fanatical, similar in a way as, as Bills fans. So um, that I think is kind of an interesting game. But yeah, those are the sort of two that stand out specifically, the Chiefs and the Packers. 
yeah, they're, they're pretty solid beds. They, they've kind of, you know, found a way to not make it prime time, but make it prime time at the same time. Because yeah. for us, it'll be 9.25, which is a good time for us to watch the game. But, you know, it's in that, you know, uh, middle slot, isn't it, on a Sunday where yeah. there's only like three games, four games maybe play, being played at the time. So I don't know what those other games are, but just the appeal of the Chiefs against the Bills and, you know, what happened in the playoffs last season. That's Everyone's just going to get watching everyone that game. watching yeah. that, isn't Everybody, it? So, yeah, that's a, that's a huge, huge game could, and the other, the other thing of course is we have our pub uh, Fitzrovia Bell in London yeah. like when can I get to the pub to watch a game yes. with everybody it looks like it's going to be the uh, week three Dolphins game um, yeah. Fitzrovia Bell have come out and said they'll show all the 6pm games for us again so you know, lots of people super excited about that I said this the night before on our last episode it looked like it was going to be that way and I said if it turns out that we can't get to the Fitzrovia until week three in the regular season, I would lose my shit. And that is what happened <laughs> because I could just see it happening the, the day or two, 48 hours, 24 hours before it was released. I was like, this is going to be Rams, isn't it? And you saw more, more, you know, uh, reports coming out, especially on the actual release day. It felt like anyone with a, a, t- a blue tick against their name on Twitter, if they were putting out the, the, a game, then that tended to be right. So it feels like, ignore most of the stuff you know you're hearing the, the week before like that one twitter account that got what ten thousand followers and oh yeah he was making everyone. stuff up <laughs> yeah it was amazing wasn't it it was absolutely amazing there was a time when that would have annoyed me i just thought it was funny yeah it's funny now but yeah so yeah i'm disappointed it's not going to be until the 25th of september against the miami dolphins but it'll be a great occasion and i know that for at least one of the preseason games I don't know if a Fitzrovia will be open and will be playing this, but um, Saturday, August 20th, um, 20th of August, they play the Broncos at home at 6 p.m. So they might be open even for that preseason. Yeah, we can game. we can we can certainly ask the question. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, if it's on Game Pass, um, I think they might be able to uh, to open it up for us. So um, yeah, thank, I hadn't noticed that. So uh, yeah, good good shout, and um, we'll ask the question and see if we can get together a little bit earlier. That would certainly be great. So yeah, that's the uh, what's that 20th of August. So that's not so far away, is it really? Um, no. First first preseason game against the Colts on the 13th of August. Yeah, we're getting we're getting there. We are just under three three months now. Um, so in summary, we've got what five prime time games, and we've got two possible flex spots as well. So it could be a maximum of seven games. Then you've got also Thanksgiving, which isn't considered a prime time slot, and it's worked really well for us, hasn't it? Because it's it'll be half five our time, so that's even well, I will better. Be there, so. <laughs> Yeah, of course, of course <laughs> yeah. you are. But, but for yeah, everyone for else, back else here, yes, yes, um, it works well for us. Um, I don't know about you, but there's two Monday night football games. They actually work out really nicely for me. But that's my least favorite primetime slot yeah, because for us, with our uh, like work schedules, Thursday night tends to be all right, doesn't it? For us, and yep. Sunday night isn't great, but it's not as bad as what Monday night is. You have to put the Tuesday off. It's the middle of the week. Um, it just really affects us, doesn't it? The money. So we've got yeah. two Monday night games um, against uh, the Titans in week two and the Bengals in week 17. Luckily, that's over New Year's. So a lot of us that kind of have office jobs and, you know, work those types of hours, Monday to Friday, um, I get those holidays as well. We'd have that off, luckily. So that's pretty good of how it turned out for that. And then the two Thursday night football games, uh, Rams week one in the opener and then the Patriots week 13. 
Uh, plus, obviously, the Lions Thanksgiving game, but we're not really counting that. And then just the one Sunday night football game, which is a Packers in week eight um, over Halloween. So uh, as we talked about, that'll be a great occasion, a great affair, great game. So that's to look forward to. As you said, though, those front seven games, they look really tough. Um, remaining good, you could argue that the Bengals, you look at that and say, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're the AFC champion, weren't they? So they're the one that you kind of pencil in as, as the toughest out of the remaining games after the first seven. But knowing the Bills, you know, we'll probably go five and two, six and one through their first really difficult seven games. And then we'll probably drop a few games against weaker sides, won't we? Just because like, if we were to have the strongest teams, I'd prefer to have them at the end of the season mm. when we can actually get some momentum. Um, well, yeah, you say playoffs. that, but then maybe you're a bit more vulnerable for injuries and things then. Maybe they're not settled. I think you can make the case either way. Um, so I, what, I think it depends on the, the situation of the opponent, right? I mean, we've got a team which is very settled, very well established. You know, probably some disruption at cornerback early on in the season. But basically, this we're, we're rolling it back with a few added extra bits like Von Miller and um, you know, James Cook, people like that. But some teams, if they've had a lot of disruption, you know, the Jets, for example, they've had a lot of new players. So I think the Jets I mean, are much better this year. We talked about that they may not quite win quite many te- many games, but um, as you might, as they might be hoping for. But uh, the trajectory is a good one. But you get them earlier on. You know, they're not yeah. going to be settled. They're not going to have that offensive scheme baked mm-hmm. in. You know, if you've had a change in coordinators, the, the Patriots, for example, um, there's lots of rumblings that the players are not happy with the situation and the offensive scheme of the Patriots. Get them, you know, if you can get them early, that's good. Obviously, we don't, uh, I don't think. Yeah. But, um, um, you know, so you've got to, got to look at it in terms of this. There's a bigger picture, isn't there? Whereas I think getting the, some of the Bengals laying on could be really quite a tricky game. Um, you know, they'll yeah. be settled. We'll be settled. Um, you know, maybe it's an injury one way or the other. But the Bengals are a good team these days, as we know. Yeah. You could probably argue that in terms of a divisional games, we'll go through them uh, game by game in a second. But, you know, the only game, uh, divisional game we get, it, by week nine is Miami Dolphins uh, week three, as we mentioned. And obviously they go through a lot of changes. They've made a lot of additions. They've got a new, completely new uh, coaching uh, staff there other than their, I think, defensive coordinator who's back. But effectively, you get them week three, uh, who who we all uh, expect to be the toughest toughest opposition for the Bills. Get them in week three with all of their changes. Um, that's probably the best time to play at. Like when you look at yeah. it, you probably say that that is our most difficult game. Not only because um, of the level of opposition we'll be playing, but the weather as well. Um, I don't know about you. Like ideally, you want Miami both of the games to be in the second half of the season. Um, mm. But if you are playing them to, towards the start, you know the transition between playing them in you know September in Buffalo compared to playing the Dolphins in Miami. You know there is a difference there, clearly in humidity and stuff. But it's not like you're playing you know, going from Buffalo in December and then going to right. Florida and playing in and December. And we're used to going to Miami in the summer, you know, and it's never seemed to seemingly held us back no. before. So no. um, I think that, that that offensive scheme is going to have some work to be done on it. You know, they're not going to be what a chat about Terry Kill, but he's not going to be going down taking 40-yard go routes, is he? Um, you know, Chua can't throw that far. Um, so for a start... Um, so they're going to have to they're going to have to work that scheme out uh, with some new pieces. But yeah, it's an interesting schedule. Um, it's an exciting schedule, especially the starts. Uh, the first sort of some, what is it? When, when we play the the Packers, yeah, the first eight weeks I think is apart from the bye, is looking pretty interesting to me. Yeah, good. Shall we go through the yeah, game? Let's, by get, game? let's go through it then. Um, yeah, let's do so, some predictions and chat about each game. So yeah, so Rams to kick off the season uh, in SoFi. You know, so Super Bowl champions. 
Um, I actually feel really good about this game. I think that the Rams are going to be on a high. I think they've been partying all, all winter. I think the Bills are going to be super focused to demonstrate they could have won a Super Bowl last year. Um, I think we're obviously settled. We've got Von Miller going back to LA. I think that will be a narrow win for the Bills. Um, I feel really good about that game. And I think everyone's going to see the Bills in prime time. Um, yeah, beat the Super Bowl, beat the Super Bowl champions. How, how do you yeah. see it going? Yeah, I've got it projected as a now win as well. Um, I feel really good about the game. Uh, I feel like when you look at the Rams off season, they probably had a few more losses and um, you know, additions in terms of their roster. You know, there's a little bit of change there. Uh, they lost a little bit of X-Factor talent uh, with Von Miller, obviously coming to the Bills now, and uh, Andrew Whitworth retiring. You know, there's a little bit of change there. Uh, and just looking at the Rams themselves, uh, I feel good about it. The X-Factor is going to be Aaron Donald. We we know when we played the, um, was it 2020, 2020 season, wasn't it? Because yes. The COVID season. And we got up massively didn't we in that game uh, at the start a good free touchdown <laughs> and that was pretty much single-handedly Aaron Donald wasn't yeah. it he had what was it he forced a fumble I think he had a couple at least a couple of I remember Josh sacks. Allen trying to stiff off stiff arm him and uh, yeah it didn't work was that the Tyler Croft touchdown in the end zone that, that, it that was game? yes right, it okay. was that one yeah because we got a bit lucky if we're honest in that, <laughs> that game wasn't there a dodgy a dodgy Penalty call, call wasn't yeah, it exactly, for, so was the um, end yeah, it's it was, amazing. I can't remember yesterday, but I can remember a game from what two years ago. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I can't really remember how we got into that lead, but I know we did have that lead. And no, first half, know, the we Rams destroyed them. Yeah, we destroyed fighting them. back. Uh, great game. And then, yeah, we just had that last. Yeah, it was a great game. It was a great outcome in the end. Um, it's just, you know, can we keep uh, Towers of Aaron Donald? We, we've said about the interior of this offensive line, it's a bit of a weak link because I think for the Bills, you know, Mitch Moss is a you know, very good centre in the NFL, but the guard positions, are they solidified? You know, they're okay, but they could take a bit of time, on. isn't it? We've got Saffold Aaron Donald's in. Aaron yeah. Donald. He's a best player in the NFL and he's going to wreak havoc. So he's as long the, as we keep him in yeah. check. I think these are the games where the likes of, of, of uh, James Cook has, has been have been acquired for. You know, get those quick dump off passes. You know, give Josh a quick out if he's getting pressure, so he doesn't have to do it all himself. I think we've got some weapons now, especially we've added a good tight end. We've also got um, um, Jameson Crowder. I think it's going to be a good a good option for us in the in the slots. Um, I think this is. I think the Bills are actually quite well set up to deal with the Rams um, from a matchup perspective. Going to be I think pretty close, but yeah, I got it as a win. Cool. Tennessee then. Uh, the next game, Monday Night Football, uh, week two. Uh, Tennessee Titans, what do we think about that game? So I'm struggling with this because I feel like we always, well, certainly in recent years, we've lost to the Tennessee Titans and Derek Henry has always had one or two plays where he's absolutely ripped us to pieces. Uh, I haven't studied their roster carefully, but what I hear is that they have some struggles on the offensive line um, and that that's going to be a problem, obviously, for Henry and opening up gaps, but also it's going to mean that we, we might be able to get at them. I think on paper, we should win this game, but I don't feel good about it at all, just because I think it's just muscle memory of seeing Derrick Henry run at us. I'm also not convinced that the, the changes that we made in this offseason have really met, will have embedded to such an extent that we're significantly better against the run early in the season. So I think eventually we will be, and they'll sort that out and we'll get that defensive line sorted out. But this is only week two. I just think it's going to take longer. Um, so I actually have this as a narrow loss, uh, much as it, it hurts me because I absolutely despise the Titans, but I just can't, I just have a horrible feeling about this one. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're right in terms of that. 
you know, revamped defensive line, especially in the middle. Uh, you know, we, we brought in some one techs there that should help us out. And I think we've got some really good run defending edge players. We brought back Shaq Lawson, Boogie Basham's pretty good. Um, Gregory So had a great season in terms of a run defender on the edge. So in theory, we should be a much better run defending team this season. But as you said, will those changes actually come into effect week two? It's, it's a tough it's a tough ask. It's a tall order to do that. I still think that we owe them something though. You know, we were so close last season. And we were a matter of inches away from winning that match. Yeah, uh, literally in yeah. Tennessee last season. So I feel like we owe them something. I'm going for a win here. It's the first home game of the season. The crowd's going to be extra wild up, not only because it's the first game, but it's at night time as well. Uh, so everyone's going to have all day tailgating and drinking beer. And I feel like, yeah, we're going to win this game. I don't know if it's going to be by much. It'll probably be a touchdown maximum, but there's been a lot of changes with the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, I've lost AJ Brown, who's a big factor. Julio Jones, who didn't do much for them, but he's a big player. And, you know, there's there's a lot of change, especially on offense. And Derek Henry's come back from injury. Like, this, did, did, what, did he come back in the playoffs? I think he did, yeah, didn't he? Just yeah, about so, that. Yeah. He had one game, but... I just think we're going to win it. So I'm going to go for a win in that game. Excellent. So next game, uh, week three against at Miami. What do you think about that? I've got this as a, as a, as a clear win. I think the Miami <laughs> will be a, a lot better than last year. Yeah. But what we've seen, you know, the new, new coaching staff coming in, um, new offensive weapons. We've yet to see anything that scares us out of Tua. We also have an improved defensive line, maybe be settling down by that point. I think he's going to get, you got pressure last year. He's going to get way more pressure this year. Um, I have that as a win. I do think they'll be better. And I think they'll be tougher later in the season, but then we'll be playing in Buffalo. So I think the timing of this game suits us quite nicely. It's early on in the season, like you say, it's not like we're transitioning from a harsh Buffalo winter to a baking hot Miami. Um, I have this as a win. Yeah, I, I think that's all uh, fair comments. I've got this as a loss. And I said last episode, uh, or the set, whichever episode we've done the state of the AFC East in, uh, I think it was last episode, but I just said, I, I can never project the Bills to win all of the divisional games because the divisional opponents know each other so well, not just, not from a coaching perspective. Clearly, it's a new coaching regime and, and Dolphins has already said um, but the players know each other really well um, I just don't feel comfortable every single season saying we're going to win all six games in the division you know I feel like we're going to come unstuck in one of them and if it was to be one of them it would be the Dolphins away uh, so I've gone for a narrow loss on that I sincerely you know we know Josh Allen owns the Dolphins generally, he's won, what, seven out of eight games against them mm-hmm. uh, since he's entered the league. You know, all, everything looks in our favour um, when you look at it on paper. But I just feel like, you know, one of these games we're going to get undone and it's going to be the Dolphins week three, in my opinion. So what about week four, which is a really tough matchup against the Ravens? Yeah, um, I don't like the feeling of this at all. I think the Ravens yeah. have had a really good off season. It's in Baltimore. Um, we've seen us struggle to... Well, I think Lamar, he's always a problem. We obviously had that, that playoff game. But it felt like a bit of a, it was just a weird game, wasn't it? It was, it was really tight for a long time. Very little scoring. And then we had that fantastic um, uh, uh, you know, touchdown um, pick six. Um, and it, it just, and then, then Lamar got injured. It just felt like a weird game. I don't know. I think the Ravens in Baltimore are going to be very difficult this year. I've got that as a yeah. loss. I think it's it's a it's a tough game. Would I be surprised if we won it? No, but 
I just think you're not going to win all of them, and this one feels like one of the one of the hardest games on the on the on the schedule, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, not only did they knock the draft out of a park and have a good off-season uh, free agency as well, sorry, and make it a good acquisition, especially Marcus Williams uh, and their safety uh, group, but they've bought they've got a lot of players back as well in terms of injuries. They were riddled with injuries. You look at their running backs. Uh, they had Gus Edwards out. They had J.K. Dobbins out. You know, they had pretty much their top three guys out all year, I think. And then they had quite a few injuries on the offensive line. Orlando Brown. Um, who was is it Orlando no Ronnie Staley that's it Ronnie Stanley Um, he was out all season you know they they had a lot of injuries and those guys are going to be back and they've added a lot of talent in the draft and uh, for free agency so uh, Lamar Jackson uh, he's one of those rare athletes isn't he and he's going to cause us problems I think running a ball uh, and they will when, when they get their running backs back. It's so. still early in the season as well, isn't it? You know, have we got our run defense really worked out? I'm, I was, I was, I'm still in two minds about this linebacker change that they've made. You know, essentially uh, letting AJ Klein go um, and and drafting uh, in the third round. I'm just like, how is this going to work? Um, what is this going to mean for our run defense? I, I just don't know. And uh, this feels like a really tough game for us before we've got it really sorted out. You, you see over the course of a season a team develops it grows it settles down and although i think in the main up our, our, our core offense and defense is pretty solid you know when we're dealing with these teams that have those exceptional talents you know the aaron donalds lamar jacksons if you got them early in the season that there's something more risky yeah yeah so i've also got them as a loss there so you're at three and one at the moment and i'm at mm-hmm. two and two aren't i so we go to week five against the steelers no, i think I'm, I'm two and two i had a loss against the titans loss against oh the you did sorry yeah, yeah you're yeah. two and two as well yep so uh steelers what do you think about that matchup i think this is a win i just think we're a better football team these days um they've obviously made a change as a quarterback um not through any any of the any of the quarterbacks in that um in that locker room are going to scare us especially um, you know, you can never count out the Steelers. We owe them one from last year. I think the Bills are going to be super fired up at home. Um, I think this team will be settling down by this point. I think this would be actually quite a comfortable win. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten a gone for a win as well. Um, clearly, they beat us. It was a weird game in the season opener last season. That special teams touchdown they had really swung the game in their favour. Um, but they won that with Big Ben. And anything, uh, and any quarterback that comes in is an upgrade in my mind to what Big Ben was last season. So either if it's Trubisky or Pickett, I think that's going to be a better situation than they had last season at quarterback. However, I still feel it's like... It's only week five, though, isn't it? It's going to take, take time, so... Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm still going for a win regardless of that. I just think that, you know, that they offer quite a lot, clearly, in terms of their pass rush. And they may be able to, um, you know, make us pun it a bit more than what we used to. Uh, It'll be a close game, but I think we will win that as well. So, yeah, win against the Steelers. And then we move on to week six against uh, the Chiefs. This one is a tough one. This is a toss-up for me. Uh, I think you can look at it either way. On one hand, we beat them in the regular season. We should have beaten them in the playoffs. I think they've got weaker this off-season a little bit with with letting Tyreek Hill go. It's 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 such a weapon for them, the spacing that he creates uh, for that offense. It's not an easy thing to to fix. I think we also saw Mahomes. It took him a while to get going last year in the start of the season. So 
on paper, I feel like we should win, but I have a bad feeling about it. I feel like they're going to be fired up. I think they're going to want to prove to us that they are the, you know, the class of the uh, the AFC um, still. And I don't know. It, to me, it's a toss-up. If it was in Buffalo, I, I think the Bills would win. The fact is, in, in KC, is a deciding factor, and I've got it as a loss. Yep, um, that's all fair again. I've got it as a win, though. I think that we will beat them. You know, I think it's there's a bit of balancing. You know, they've gone, they've not. You know, they're, they're not as good as what they were on the offense, clearly, than they were last season. Uh, but they have got better on defense. So I think it'll kind of balance up a little bit. Week six, though, is that going to have a massive impact? I'm not too sure. Uh, I just feel like you look at the Chiefs last season and it took them a little while to get into their stride. And we beat them, I think, was it week six or, or week five? It was quite a close. It was a similar time frame in the season last season that we beat them. And I just feel like we... we you know, we've got payback again and they're going through a bit of transition on both sides of the ball. Um, I do find it weird though, like even though we, I'm going to project us to beat the Chiefs, uh, I'm hearing a lot of takes about the Chiefs and a lot of people just because of the uh, off-season changes and improvements the other teams in that division have made, like, you know, I'm hearing some crazy things that the Chiefs won't, you know, make a playoffs and that kind of thing. You know, they're at least a wildcard team. You know, yeah, got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. It's ridiculous, yeah. that talk. People are um, making a big judgment and a big assumption about Denver um, and, and the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers sometimes find a way to kind of not, quite be the sum of their parts you know we all know how good justin herbert is but it's it's not yeah. a one-man game and i don't know i, I think it's that that division is going to cannibalize itself and i think what's going to be beneficial for the bills or well, all the rest of the afc is that they're not going to have the records they probably deserve um but um yeah i can't see the kc not making making the playoffs if i'm honest mm. and i quite like the raiders too they don't get a lot of talk because they've you know they've gone quite they've, they've been the most quiet team uh, in in that division, but Chandler Jones being brought in him it's alongside Max a really Crosby. good roster. I think the they issue for the Raiders is they're probably right up there, but they're not going to get into the swing of things just to the amount of changes they've had, you know, until yeah. maybe later in the season. So I think that's might be what holds them back. Be interesting. We'll have to kind of do uh, an episode at some point where we talk about each division, not like you know go into detail in each one, but just do our overall NFL mm. projections because I feel like yeah I might put the Raiders as uh, being a wild card team again, but we'll see. Um, so next week is a bye week, so that'll be nice. Going straight into Week Eight against the Green Bay Packers Sunday night football. Oh, I find this a really hard game to call, honestly. Um, my heart and my head says it's a win. Um, I just think it's so hard to beat Aaron Rodgers, um, but it is in Buffalo. It we is have a prime week time. before. We have a prime, exactly. We have a week to prepare for it. So I've got this as a win. I don't feel great about it, but yeah. <laughs> I find it hard. <laughs> but I think it's just conditioning. I find it very hard for the uh, for us to say, well, you know, the Bills are going to go and beat the beat the Packers just for history. But on paper. I think the fact we've got the buy, the fact is at home, it's prime time. Josh is going to be up for it. He's going to want to prove that he's better than Aaron Rodgers. I think that's that's a win. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough call. Yeah. I've got it as a narrow win as well, um, just because of the bye week and having an extra rest. Also, the wide receivers, you know, is Aaron Jones, uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers going to have enough time to get chemistry with Christine Watson and mm. um, Sammy Watkins' revenge game, I think. I think he joined Green Bay just before the draft. <laughs> so, uh, you know, their wide receiver core is not great. But Aaron Rodgers, you know, he optimises the play of those guys. And what scares me a little bit about he this... finds is, a way, isn't he, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers... But not only that, but the rushing attack, um, Aaron, Aaron Jones, but more specifically, AJ Dillon, who's their 
backup mm. who's in his third year. This is a big back and he's not got the straight speed like Derek Henry has, but he's got thick, you know, thighs and he's just going to churn yards. If it's in adverse conditions, it might find a way to run a ball effectively against us. Hopefully, as we, we've already touched about, um, the interior of that defensive line, line should, should, have, should have beefed up. A yeah, point, hopefully. Be, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, so now win on that one. Just so one other thing: Packers actually have a terrible record in, in Buffalo. Um, I know that they yes. play in Buffalo very often, but they actually have a terrible Zero record. Five, isn't Sur- it? Surprisingly, given the fact they've had you know two franchise quarterbacks back to back over you know, a long period of time, yeah, still yet to win in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Um, week. I think this makes it week nine now against at the Jets. So I don't well, think we're going to talk about this much longer. We've got <laughs> yeah. it as a win. You know, week nine, are there chains? I mean, we, we often play ugly games against the Jets, don't we? I, don't, I, I never yeah. enjoy games against the Jets. Even if it's a blowout, it feels like a waste of time. And, and then it, or sometimes it's ugly. They're the, they're the, the game I look forward to the least on the apps, on the entire schedule. But I have it as a win. I think we're just a far better football team, even though I do yeah. think they'll be better this year. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've got that as a win as well. We can move on to week 10s and 11. I'll, I'll group them together because they're both at home. But first of all, Minnesota and then uh, the Browns. Well, this is a win. Um, I think the Vikings will probably be a bit spicier than people are expecting this year. Got, you know, changing coaching staff, some fresh eyes. There's a lot of good vibes coming out of Minnesota. They still have a lot of talent on that roster. Um, and they have a quarterback that is at least middle road competent, can pull games out when he when he's uh, when he's on it. Um, I do have it as a win because I think that the Bills are at home. Um, and uh, I think the Bills are really being to their stride by week 10. Uh, I think they're also a more talented team. But this is one of those where you could go, well, it is, this is a potential trap game, uh, but I do have it as a win. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the Minnesota game as a win as well. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, he's an okay quarterback. Uh, they've, they've got some pieces, obviously, uh, Justin Jefferson is an amazing wide receiver. I think, you know, the Vikings and Bills done well out of that trade. Uh, this defense, so I'm not too sure if it's going to improve that much. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, he's an offensive uh, coach. I'm not too sure how much that defense mm. is going to improve under him. Uh, so I still think we'll rack up a good amount of points against the Vikings. So I've got that as a win. The Browns game, this will surprise some people, but I think it, this is the trap game. You said I think the Vikings is the trap game. But, I feel yeah. like the Browns is a trap game. I know you've gone for a win in that game. I've gone for a loss against the Browns. And the reason for this is mid-November, Buffalo weather, Browns know, you know, Cleveland's pretty much the same in terms of mm. weather like it is Buffalo. Um, you look at their running game, how good that offensive line is. I just think of back to that Eagles game, I think in 2019, where they oh, just ran yeah. the ball down our throats to Jordan Howard and they had that really good offensive line at the time. And Browns game. have probably the best offensive line in football. So if you think, if it's going to be those types of weather conditions, even if Watson plays, if Watson's able, you know, available and plays, then there's more chance, I think, of us losing. But even if it's Brissett playing quarterback or Mullins or whoever else they have uh, playing, I still think this running game could frustrate us. Uh, Nick Chubb, um, Kareem Hunt, and uh, they drafted Jerome Ford as well. I just feel like... This is a team that does the things well that traditionally we've struggled to defend. And the fact they've got those two really good running backs, I think is problematic for us. And Miles Garrett on the other side of Ball, who uh, can take over a game, mm-hmm. one of the best edge rushes in the league, especially physically, so talented. So that game might surprise some people. I've gone for a loss there. 
Yeah, I've got it as a win. Uh, but I, yeah, yeah. like you say, it's a trap game. It's the sort of game that we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I do think that's going to make a big difference. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can make a team one-dimensional, be that just you know, primarily running or primarily passing, then it yeah. makes it much easier to defend against. If he's, you know, let's say he gets an eight-week ban, for example, and he's back and he's three weeks yeah. into being back, he might be in some rhythm by that point. Remember, yeah. he hasn't played football for a long time. Yeah. Um, but that could be one of those games where it's just an ugly, ugly game where, you know, it's, it's a smash mouth football and we um, we struggle to compete and you're going to have to factor his rushing if he is available you know you're going to almost have to have a QB spy because you know he at the Texans especially like a couple of seasons uh, of playing for them the last couple of seasons he's been more of a now, he's not been strictly a pocket passer, but he's made more of an effort to stay in the pocket and, a and to pass the ball. Yeah. But he can, you know, he, he's a great rushing ball as well. Not a Lamar Jackson level, not even Josh Allen level, I'd say, but you'd have to factor that in. So that'll give a little bit more space for running back, a little bit more space in the box as well. So, yep. yeah, I think that'd be a tough matchup. And then we go to Thanksgiving against the at the Lions. Yeah, so I'm obviously excited about this game. I've got tickets to this game. Um, there's a couple yeah. of people um, who've been on the podcast also going to this game, like uh, like Scottish Adam. I think uh, Canadian Daryl will also be at this game. Um, there's quite a lot of Bills Mafia um, heading to the thank- this Thanksgiving game from this side of the, the Atlantic. Um, I think we'll win. I think the Detroit Lions will be much better than they were last year. They deserve to win more games last year than they did. I think they're quite an exciting team. I think they'll be much more interesting to watch um, with the additions they've made. I just think they're a young, developing team, you know, similar to the Jets in some ways. You can see the direction of travel is is a good one, but they're probably not going to be at our level um, for a while. I'm also not confident golf is is the answer. (laughs) I think few people would, but he is at least competent. Um, uh, I think we can say that about him, but I suspect that they'll, they'll be in the market for a for a quarterback in the next year or two yeah i do have as a win yeah i agree i agree with everything you say i quite like this lions team you said they were competitive last season they absolutely were they should have run a couple of more games as you said uh, so everything you've said uh, i completely agree with but i've got us winning the game ultimately oh, i love us on thanksgiving uh, i don't know how many games is, is this our third game yeah. now because we had cowboys i think it'll be the saints so Cowboys, and then we think we missed them was a missed a year, then we had Saints, yeah. and then this will be the third in third and four third. years. I think, it yeah. seems like we quite like Thanksgiving, especially in that like, turkey. But Josh yeah, Allen likes yeah. prime time, doesn't he? I mean <laughs> so yeah. um yeah, there's a, that turkey incentive to munch on the turkey leg at the end of the game. Yeah, definitely. And then our first game against the Patriots. Uh, so December first, this will be at the Patriots. It's a Thursday night football game, uh, which yeah. I normally hate. kind of hate. But as you said, Thursday night is better than Monday night for yeah. us. It is off. A sh- um, it is thankfully off a normal week because we've all been playing Thanksgiving the week before. Yeah. Um, so normally that's the disadvantage. But actually, in this case, it would be um, normal for us and perhaps not so good for the Patriots. I'm not sure when. They're, yes. Yeah, they're, I'm pretty sure they do they're play off a short week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got this as a as a comfortable win. Um, I know we're away at the Patriots, but I look at what the Patriots are doing and look at what we what we did to them last year, twice towards the end of the season. This team has got worse, and the yep. the, the the Bills have got better, and will be well into their stride by week thirteen. And the Patriots are also coming off a short week, so I think this is going to be an embarrassing day for the Patriots. Yeah, as we said, Bill Belichick has no answers for Josh Allen. This defense has only got worse, and we put up a bundle of points against them in the last two games so I think regardless even if Mac Jones somehow becomes this another level quarterback to the, the Brady won't. levels even which he, <laughs> he won't, won't do even <laughs> if he somehow makes this huge jump which he won't um, I still think we'd win regardless because this he defense can't weapons. handle Josh I mean, Allen 
yeah uh, what are they what is their plan i, I mean I, I i know a lot of patriots fans and sort of got friends in boston and i've asked every single one of them, what what are they doing and, and nobody has a clue and these are people that watch this this team for 30 years um it's not obvious it looks like a mess it's sounding like a mess there's bad vibes coming out of that locker room um and i'm here for it i'm going to enjoy every moment of it for it yeah <laughs> um and then the next game after that is the second game against the jets so i don't think we need to spend too much nah, time on that when win when <laughs> yeah move on and then and then the dolphins at home it's an interesting one i just want to say before we talk and give our projections but this is the third road game in a row for the dolphins they play the 49ers and charges before they Ooh. play us this in week 15 and they have to That's, buffalo in the winter and so they've got yeah. two um, West Coast games. I'd imagine they'd probably stay over um, after the 49ers and stay over and prepare for that Chargers game uh, on the West Coast. But they've still got to travel to the West Coast and go from West Coast and to the opposite side of the country. Right, this is a flex game. I think this could be the Saturday or the Sunday. Is that right? Yes, um, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they might even have a short week. Um, I have it as a win. It is a game I'm a little more concerned about. I mean, obviously, the Dolphins coming to Buffalo in the winter is never great for them. I wasn't aware of what you just mentioned, so I feel even better about that. But yeah. this was one where I was like, ooh, they might be into their rhythm by this point. Maybe this is a game where it just doesn't go your way. Um, but um, now you've said all that, I've, I'm, I'm happy with my projection of a win. Yeah. No, good. Uh, I've gone for a win as well, if I didn't say so. Um, and then uh, Christmas Eve game, uh, week 16 against the Bears. So, so quick pause here. This is going to be yep. at 6 p.m. Christmas Eve. How does yep. that work for you personally? Uh, are you going to be good watching this game? Or are you going to have family stuff to commitments to do? Is this going to work out? Uh, Saturday. It'll be interesting. It'll be touch and go. Luckily, because it's a Saturday, <laughs> yeah. it's not like a Friday or something, then that will work better for me because I've got all day to see family. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'm able to convince the wife and we can, I don't know, Watch leave whatever family. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Yeah, get my son in there as well. You never know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that it'll, I think I'll find time to do it. It'll, it'll work well for me. What about you? Will it cause you problems? It. No, yeah. no problems. I will be watching it. Um, I think, I I, like, like, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Like, my wife's very accommodating with, uh, you know, Buffalo Bills. I, I get to watch all the games without fails. So I don't think this will be any different. She knows how passionate I am about it and, you know, how I just couldn't miss a game. So, yeah, she'll be fine about it. So I'll be able to watch and it. And it should be a relatively light intensity game. I mean, the Bears are a bit of a mess. They're a yeah. team that hasn't really seemingly got a good plan of what they're trying to do. I do, I do like their quarterback, but there's not a lot around him. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, this should be a very pretty comfortable win, um, even though it's in Chicago. Yeah, I really like Justin Fields. It's just a shame that you know this is a year one regime, and this year one regime is focused more about trying to fix their defense, not give their protection and weapons Fields needs to succeed. So, when was the last time the Bears had a good offense? Like 20 years ago? I don't I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching the NFL a long time, but it's been a while. <laughs> so the Forte days, I suppose, him running the ball, but before that, yeah, they've not had a good quarterback, but it's been pretty appalling. No. 
Um, Mark Glennon was a quarterback not too long ago, wasn't he? He was paid huge <laughs> money and just see where he is in the league. I don't know how he seems oh, to get Mike jobs. Glennon. No, I don't know. There's those sort of guys Nick. that seem to, I, I, you know, I'm very jealous of those guys because they, they're not, they're not, you know, not Chase Daniels of the world. Yeah. Um, $30 Jacobi million. Dollars, and, Jacobi, oh, yeah. 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 I can see Mike White being one of these guys as well that just seems to find those second. Third <laughs> that's not his name. Up. It's Mike fucking White. Mike Remember fucking that? White. That's right. He's going to be able to seemingly, you know, just pull one or two plays and it's enough to convince some, someone that you can be a good backup it's great money for doing very little I, I think uh, these, these guys have got it made <laughs> it really is they do just look at Davis Webb he's getting paid to effectively play even though he's a coach you know we, we offered him a quarterback coaching job didn't he but he wanted to play for the job you know get a little bit more money by playing for the Giants but just uh pretty much sit on their bench and uh, coaching up Daniel <laughs> Jones. So, yeah, no, you're right. It's an amazing Do you think he's going to be able have. to stop Daniel Jones falling over himself as he's, when he's got mm, open field? Uh, no. I'm not sure that's going to be something we can deal with, is it? <laughs> Still my favourite gif out there. That and the Belichick throwing a phone. Those are my two oh, favourite yeah. Amazing. Um, amazing. Um, Bengals. Uh, Bengals, yes. So I got this as a, as, a, as, a, as a loss. Um, yeah, even though I think on paper we're a better team, Monday Night Football and never like, I just feel like they're going to have more to play for by this point in the season. I'm hoping that the Bills have got the division wrapped up and I think the Bengals will be fired up. Um, this is one, you know, theoretically the Bills, you know, if they played each other 10 times, I think they would win seven times out of 10. But I've got this as a loss. I think the Bills will be easing off a little bit, hopefully having secured the division by this point. And um, uh, yeah, I think you, you can't win them all. And this one feels like, you know, it's a, it's a talented team, that Bengals team, uh, especially at wide receiver and quarterback. So I think they've strengthened the offensive line a little bit. Um, I think yeah. they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, no, I agree. I've got a loss there as well. Joe Burrow, I just feel he's like, uh, an, an enigma player. He's frisky, isn't he? He's got that special personality. He's got that drive about him that just makes him uh, a special player in this league. Yeah. And, you know, as you say, he's got the weapons. They're able to run the ball. They've significantly improved this offensive line. They're playing them in week 17. So that line should have, you know, a, a, what, 16 games before that to be embedded and really know one another. So, and the defence is pretty underrated as well. You look at, you know, the job they've done on the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game and, you know, the game plan around that and you know, Trey Hendrickson um, had a phenomenal season last season. Um, yeah, I feel like it's an underrated defence as well. So it's going to be a difficult game. It's in Cincinnati. Uh, I've got that for a loss as well. And then that leads us to the last game of the season in Week 18 against uh, the New England Patriots at home. So I think this is a tough one to call, and I, I'll tell you why. I think there's a reasonable chance the Bills are the number one seed at this point. Yeah. And if they're the number one seed, that means that they're going to have a week uh, extra preparation for the playoffs, which means I think they go harder against the Patriots than they would otherwise. So I think that's bad for the Patriots. However, if the Bills are not the number one seed, but you know, say comfortably number two seed, they might just ease off a little bit. And it's the sort of game where, you know, it's a bit of a second stringers coming in and out. And you can never kind of predict those kind of games. The last games of the seasons are always, yeah. I have it as a win, but it's one of those ones that's a lot of circumstances around it that might affect how this plays out. I think the Patriots are, are, are quite poor, honestly. I think they're going to be... I was going to say, my argument to that would be, just, just so I can stop you, but my argument would be that will New England have anything to play for that week, you know? 
maybe it'll be yeah neither team will have anything I, I, I think I, I completely agree and I do have it as a win I think on balance it should be a, a, a Bills win yeah but there's some weird stuff that week 18 is who knows um it's, it, it just depends on the circumstances and what teams are playing for you know maybe the Patriots are a little bit better than I expect I don't think they will be but um you know, maybe the Bills want to go a little bit harder having secured the one seat because they know they're going to get, you know, essentially have that two weeks where they're not going to be playing. They're not going to want to lose all their rhythm. Um, so, yeah, we, you just don't know. Um, but I have it as a win. Um, Is it a little bit far-fetched to say that if Case Keenum was the quarterback in that game and we had our other players playing that this team could still beat the Patriots in with Matt Jones and, you know, their best team out there? I feel like they could win even with Case Keenum being the quarterback. I agree, but I suspect if we're resting Josh Allen, we're also resting Stefan Diggs. And that's yeah. when it starts to go well. Still, you look at what we've done against the Dolphins with, I don't know the Dolphins, you know, well, they were, you know, they are half decent in 2020, I think. You know, they weren't great. They didn't make a playoffs, but, you know, we dismantled them with Matt Barkley, who's now our quarterback three and <laughs> all our backups. <laughs> at least for we? now. I suspect he might be a cut candidate and we'll go with two, but yeah, yeah it's certainly there for now. But yeah, yeah, I have it as a win. I think, you know, there's lots of reasons why the Bills should win this game. Um, but as a week 18, I always think could be a bit of a toss up. Yeah. Good stuff. So that concludes that exercise. What's your, what yeah, did you get? Yeah. 13 and four, which actually was yeah. a game better than I was expecting. I had have had a feeling it would be more of a 12 and five season. And maybe it will be. We lose a game that we don't expect. Or, you know, you didn't ever know. You win ones that you don't expect as well. But um, it feels like a 12-ish win team to me. Um, but 13 and four, I would be delighted with. And I think that might be enough to secure the one seed. Yeah, I've gone for 13 and four as well. Um you know, calculating them up, so yeah. So I went, I think, a 12 or 13 game win when I didn't go through this exercise of going game by game and we'd done our state of the FC. So I got 12 13 we win So I'm happy that that kind of aligns with what my thinking was before. And by my losses, I've got uh, Miami week three uh, at Miami week three at Baltimore week four at home to Cleveland week 11 and at Cincinnati week 17. Interesting. So <laughs> I've just realised that's three of the four uh, AFC North teams, isn't it? Which is a bit yeah. unusual. But. Yeah, I've got losses of Titans, Ravens, Chiefs and Bengals. The, the, sort of, the games that I'm sort of a little bit, you know, that Packers, Vikings, Browns bit, that's the bit that sort of, you could see it not quite working out as we might hope. Um, on paper, I think we're better than all three of those teams, but um, there's arguments where those games are sort of a bit well certainly the Packers is going to be difficult but the Vikings and Browns certainly feel like trap games to me yeah yes brilliant Great. stuff is there anything more you want to add Charlie or no I don't think so I think we're, you know we're another week closer to um, the start of the um, uh, start of the preseason um, so the preseason we have starting on um, 13th of August against the Colts um, and that's going to be what 9pm kickoff I think so that's quite good yeah um, uh, so yeah, we're not we're not that far away. It's starting to uh, to creep up on us, which is great. And obviously, we've seen um, there'll be rookie mini camps and, and and OTAs and all this kind of stuff coming, uh, you know, in, in the near future. So yeah, exciting times. Yeah, great stuff. Very good. Well, thanks ever so much, everyone, for joining. Um, we will be back soon uh, with more Bills from Afar content. Um, if you want to get in touch, please do so. We are billsfromafar at gmail.com if you want to send us an email or get in touch with us on Twitter, uh, Bills from Afar. If you have any questions you want us to address in this long off season, um, anything, any topics you think would be good for us to cover, please do feel free to make a suggestion. We will have you having some guests coming on as well. I've got some interesting guests lined up from you know, fans as well as some um, maybe some people from the media as well. 
Um, or you can get in touch with us individually on Twitter. I am Charlie underscore sports. He is Tim Roach 90. Until next time, go Bills. Go Bills.